welcome to Krista Living Sober. Happy Thursday. We are back for episode four. And I love coming on here and talking to you all. I don't know what it is, but something really wanted me to talk about letting go and letting God today. And it's something that you'll see in the halls of AA and NA. They have these banners that say let go and let God. Um, you'll see it, you know, in churches. But this phrase has really deep meaning for me because my recovery is founded on letting go and letting God. So let's dive in. Let's let go and let God. Because if we take life into our own hands, and if we try to control all that is around us, we will eventually find ourselves in the midst of chaos, stress, and despair. Um, have you ever seen a villain in a comic series win against the good guys in the end? No. And that's probably because the villain usually gets caught up in the chaos of controlling everything and everybody around them, which eventually leads to the downfall. My life before sobriety, I tried to control it all on my own, all on my own terms, in my own way, along with drinking and using drugs. I didn't have a care in the world about excuse me, about anything or anyone, especially myself and God and my faith. I can see now that my faith was faint, but I know that God was always with me, even when I couldn't see it, even when I did not want to believe it. But again, I wasn't working on my faith. I didn't pray. I didn't care about my spiritual health, and along with all of that, I wasn't caring about my mental health or even my physical health, and in the end, I was too far gone to care. In the Bible, it says from James 2.26, faith without works is dead. And for me, I was pretty much dead and not alive until I surrendered myself and my will over to God's will. Basically, I was a living body, but living without a spirit. And that's what it means. Our bodies become dead without our soul, without our spirit. And so think like our souls are heavenly from heaven. Um, the realm above, and our bodies are just earthly. We're stuck on this earth plane. So our soul and our spirits are beings. We're living on earth in earthly bodies. So we need to keep up with our spiritual health. I mean, does that make a little sense? I mean, to be able to stay on track, to be able to live in the special way that God intended us to live. We have all seen, or maybe the majority of us have seen Bruce Almighty, right? 
his life becomes unmanageable until he believes in something bigger. He literally becomes God, godly, and then his life is changed. It becomes amazing, and all these things start happening until he, in the end, or in the middle of the climax, he starts to take everything into his own hands again, and what happens? It becomes unmanageable, where he has to step back and let God take over again. We are divine beings, so we should all start thinking of ourselves in that way. And when we believe that we are divine, when we believe in the divine, amazing things start happening without explanation. These good things start happening because there is this divine power and we all just need to find it. So as a side note, I want to mention on here that I am a spiritual person. I am not here to push any of my beliefs onto anybody, but I will share my beliefs with the world and I will continue doing my work for God. And I will continue to pray, love and worship my God forever because I am too, too grateful and I wouldn't be here or where I am today without God. So in order to let go, we have to surrender. And for many of us, surrender isn't something that comes naturally to any one of us. We all like being in control, right? And surrendering our hearts in these different circumstances to God, it won't make all of our problems go away. But surrendering and letting go, it all sure does help, right, in a way. It helps to eventually change our perspectives on these problems that we're dealing with. Surrendering just means that we are giving up everything and giving it away to someone else. You know, we're giving up the fight. We're waving the white flags. And this fight, it's usually internal. It's inside of us. In recovery, we struggle a lot with issues and with problems. And whatever they may be, these problems Although we try to control them our way, we eventually lose that control. And then the loss of control leads to chaos and despair. Like I mentioned earlier in the beginning of this, we can't carry negatives on our shoulders and expect to have an easy walk or an easy pathway through our lives. So doesn't it seem or sound easier to just surrender all that is negative away to something greater or to someone bigger than ourselves, surrender it all to God so that we don't have to carry all the weight on our own? And guys, we're not alone. And that is such a big lie that the enemy, the devil, Satan, he wants you to hear and believe that so he can get to you easier and you see it every day and it's really sad. 
sorry, my voice is just, I don't know, rough today. So I just need to drink some water. But <clears throat> God sees all. He knows and has seen our past and he knows our now are in the present moments and God knows what is to come. He can see our futures. God is our creator and he understands our circumstances and ourselves better than ourselves. When we let go and let God, we surrender the heavy stuff and God helps to make what we carry a lot lighter. And letting go for me, it took daily habitual practice and change. I changed my lifestyle a hundred percent. Change, I think, is the biggest part of, I guess, recovery because it's what people get stuck on so easy because it's easy to not change as well. And that's because of fear. Some people just don't want to change or are afraid to change because of fearing the unknown, fearing what's going to happen. And <clears throat> it's so much easier when you have someone there doing it with you, right? You're not alone. And so we can learn and come back to our faith, come back to God and realize that he is with us. So every day I had to pray and ask God for strength to be strong, to be able to face whatever the days had in store for me. Living at the Salvation Army, and so this was right after staying at the detox. In the beginning, it was such a scary experience because I was outside of my own control. I felt lost, I felt uncomfortable, and I felt so alone. I honestly had no idea how I was going to make it a half of a year somewhere where I had to change myself completely. Again, a huge change that I had to go through. And, you know, they say nothing changes if nothing changes. And that is so true because if you're just going to remain constant in how you control things, constant in addiction, you know, constantly drinking, constantly hanging around with bad people, constantly giving your good energy away to people who don't deserve it, who suck it right out and don't give anything back, then you're constantly going to stay unchanged and you're going to get nowhere. So that's why they say if you know, you need to change to change. If you don't change, nothing changes. It's so simple, but at the same time, it's a complex thing. And if you change, if you do the work, if you let it all go, the negative stuff, you will see difference. You know, good things start happening. And so in the Salvation Army program, I became determined to become one with God. I was determined to let good win 
in my life for once because you know um it was so for so long clouded and filled with dark energy and I was finally ready to put an end to the devil I finally was on a path to stop allowing evil spirits to come and take my soul to come from my spirit and I was so dark so low and that's when it gets you you know so right now I'm just gonna read something that I wrote about a year ago in my spiritual warfare class that we had at Salvation Army and this is just something that I wrote because the major who was also the minister the pastor gave us um a speech about the we whoever's you know the people that God gave up his son for the sinners the blessed than the people like us and it's based on the scripture lesson from John 3 to 21 but it's basically saying that people that God gave up his son for Jesus um, is the one that we're talking about here Jesus in multiple stories from the Bible helped people less than and never hesitated God never had to do that for us you know God doesn't play favorites with the people who walk with him he forgave all of us who have sinned against him and in that verse Jesus talks to Nicodemus and he is explaining the path of righteousness to Nicodemus, explaining that even sinners are forgiven, but Jesus does not play games or dice with us like the devil would do, you know. We have to be all in. We can't be half in the door of heaven and half in the doorway of hell. You know, does that make sense? So you're going to live in this constant pulling back and forth if you are a person who, like I was, stuck in some type of faith, but mostly stuck in the doorway of hell. You know what I mean? So I'm being pulled in multiple directions, but most of it pulled me into the dark. God was always there, but the devil was such a big factor. And we have to be honest when accepting God and when accepting Jesus or whatever higher power you want to accept. We as these sinners can be born again before our Lord, before God, if we accept Jesus Christ as our Holy Savior. It's really that simple, you guys. Um, And again, If Jesus Christ is something you don't want to accept, accept your higher power, please. It's a good start. And we have to accept him with our full heart. We have to have the stance before God. When we put on the armor of God and root into the base of the ground with our feet, we have to be truthful in 
God's presence and in his honor for his words. And we have to step into the light and not be so enclosed in the dark. We get to know who we are before God. And I think, you know, it for me, thinking about that right now, it's like, wow, like, would you rather live a life for God, all things good? Or would you, you know, want to continuously stay on this dark path with the devil and just have all these negative, scary things happening around you? No, thank you. You know, I live that lifestyle, and I am so amazed that I made it out alive sometimes because what the hell was I thinking? I wasn't thinking. So back to letting go and letting God, you know, um, in my recovery, I finally made a start to put an end to the devil. I finally stopped allowing the evil spirits to come from my soul. So if you do believe in supernatural things in this world, do believe that evil exists and believe that there are these evil spirits trying to occupy our bodies, trying to remove everything good that God can give to us. Evil was shunned to earth from heaven. You know, God smited the devil, Satan, to the ground and where he was followed by all these evil people and you know they're out to get us evil lurks trying to control and gain all the power on earth to hurt us but you know thankfully i believe and know that god will win good always will prevail Anyways, back to my everyday life at the Salvation Army. So when we get there, you know, I was stripped from my old self. In order to change, I had to become somebody different, somebody new. We had strict dress codes, strict rules, strict regulations, strict time schedules. We had to do work, like go to work and do put in labor and do like a 10 hour shift whether it was like in the kitchen in the sorting room in the salvation army store whatever it was you had to do some work every day you couldn't just sit there and lay around we wouldn't we couldn't talk to the men men couldn't talk to the women and we focused on ourselves focused on our faith focused on church focused on god's word it was very spiritual spiritual and we became immense to God and if you were one who worked the program that way then you created for yourself a new you and it being really faith-based and religious you know that's the key that's what helped me onto my path of sobriety where you know look at me two years later I'm recovered but I have to still work at it every day I saw change happen rapidly and by surrendering my life to God he was able to show me a world of beauty I learned I was forgiven I was worthy I made mistakes in my past 
during my addiction and I really hurt people. But I wasn't myself and I wasn't my true self. I was also hurting. And and let me mention this. These are not excuses for any of my bad behavior, for whatever I did in my past. But we have to come to a realization that everything in life has outside forces either working for us or against us. And it's up to us to let go, to let God, to get the right help to, in order to discern what our path may turn out to be. So all in all, guys, we're not helpless. And you, you know, um, if you change, if you do the work, if you let go and surrender, I promise you that good change is possible. And if you are still in active addiction, there is such a life full of beauty, beauty outside of that. And I'm here to help you. Sometimes all it takes is a wake-up call to wake up to become fully alive in life and to let go of all these pains, to let go and let God heal us. And unfortunately, sometimes it does take that rock bottom, that end for you to wake up and realize it. And let's be honest here. Sometimes you don't get a second chance to be able to change your life around. Sometimes the end, that's all that it is. And you either end up with God and or you end up somewhere else. And that's a whole nother thing for another day. But I just want everyone to end up in heaven, end up on the right side of things. Guys, look at me. If you knew me in my addiction, if you knew me in my worst, in my darkest days, like, what the hell? Like, you wouldn't, it's, it's, I don't know how to explain it because it's, it's amazing. If you could, if you could fail what I fail on the inside today, you guys, there is no more heartbreak. There is no pain. There is no sadness, no anxiety, no negativity. And it is magical because it's definitely out of this earthly world. When God fills you with the Holy Spirit, when you walk with Jesus and when you pray, I promise you will be heard. You will be saved. You will be set free and you just have to follow God and not the evil, the devil, Satan. It's that easy. Pick your poison. I'm just kidding. Pick your, pick your way. Pick your leader. You know, pick who you want to serve. And again, whoever is your God, it is okay because it is said that Buddha and God are of one and are the same. So as long as you believe that's all that it takes to let go and let God, to be able to surrender your will over to God's will. And that's something that I pray for every single night, and I have been for the past few years. And even saying two years, I'm like, wow. I mean, you know, that's a lot of time, but at the same time, it's not a lot of time. I was in my active addiction from age, it started at 13, but I think it really took off, like, you know, at age 17 to 29. 
that's what 13 years and what a run I just can't imagine what my life would be if I didn't stop drinking and honestly I would probably be dead but anyway let go let God and if you need any help or have any questions please reach out to me you guys leave some feedback in the comments I appreciate all the love and support and I hope you have a blessed Thursday stay tuned for episode five I think I'm gonna have my fiance Steven come on and be my speaker and we'll talk about his path and his um, journey experience you know and hope and he can give some insight it would be great to have more people come on my show as well so if you're interested let me know have a great day everybody love you thanks for listening to crystal living sober